0: What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here, Mr. Tony Trujillo. I guess since I'm almost 30, I'm going to own up to that title here with my other half of your favorite fat duo, Mr. Austin Rawlson, buddy. Austin, how in the hell are you? I'm doing good. I just ate a big old steak with a sweet potato. You have sweet potatoes? Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I had a <laughs> Yeah, it was not it good. It was trash. But, uh... <clears throat> so, you're in New Mexico right now, right? Or Arizona?
1: Correct, Arizona.
0: And that was for... You guys were doing, like, events out there, right?
1: Yeah, there's a massive um, rock... And Jim, Jim Mineral show down here, and it's kind of dead in Denver for events-wise. So, we just came down here for about two and a half weeks and just to make some money, pay some bills.
0: I bet you're fucking beat though, man. That's a lot of work.
1: Hey, there's a Whataburger here, so that always is helpful.
0: I fucking love Whataburger, man. I can't wait to. I can't wait till there's one down here. That's gonna be a trip worth going to.
1: Yep, just a God. few more months and we'll have one in Colorado um, Springs.
0: Hell yeah, and that's just the starting point because from there, you know, they're going to expand. So we'll see what happens. I'm excited for it, man. I just, um, <clears throat> literally at like nine fifty eight. I got done watching the WWE Royal Rumble pay-per-view. I thought it was a Sunday. Apparently, it was a Saturday, so that's what I chose to do tonight. Uh, Fucking, I'm going to do a quick little wrestling rundown, I guess. That way, we can get that out of the way. Not much to talk about when it comes to AEW, except for I'm excited as hell for CM Punk and MJF. That'll be a badass match. That's kind of like a... I guess you could say it's one of those dream matches that everyone's waiting to see. And that's supposed to happen this Wednesday on Dynamite. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, for the juicy shit. So not a lot of matches tonight because it's the Royal Rumble, which means there's a 30-man Royal Rumble and then a 30-woman Royal Rumble match. And then there was like a couple little, you know, there was the two heavyweights and then there was like a fucking, I think it was... A uh, couple's match, Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on The Miz and Maurice's wife. But we'll start from the beginning. Uh, first match was Roman Reigns defending the Universal Champion against Seth Rollins. Seth had the upper hand on him most of the time. And then Roman tried putting him in the guillotine. Seth wouldn't let go. Uh, he wouldn't tap out. He went over to the rope, held on. The ref told him, let go. Counted it to Ten. Roman lost by a disqualification, but is still champion, of course. Uh, the match after that was the 30-woman Royal Rumble. That was actually really good. I was shocked. There was a lot of um, familiar faces, WWE legends, divas, whatever. But, you know, it was, uh, it was all right. I mean, I was happy at the end. My girl, Ronda Rousey, is back. She came in clean house and won the Royal Rumble, so she has a spot at WrestleMania for whatever champion of her choice. That was pretty cool. And then we had Brock Lesnar defending the WWE champion against Bobby Lashley. Brock had the upper hand for the most part, and then Roman Reigns came came out, and he speared Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman came into Roman's aid and betrayed Lesnar, and they helped Lashley win the title. Then after that, we had the um, fucking Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. It was kind of a dumb match, but it, it was you know it was all right. It's old school faces if you're used to old school wrestling. So Edge and more uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix won that one, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the thirty man Royal Rumble pretty much came and went. It was really boring. Uh, there were some good faces though. Uh, Johnny Knoxville a Jackass came in. He lasted about 10 seconds. And then Bad Bunny came back and he was in there for a while. Uh Shane McMahon came in at one point, first time back in a year. And then the last entry, uh number 30, was Brock Lesnar. He came in, he cleaned house. Uh he threw Drew McIntyre over the ropes, who was the remaining survivor. And Brock Lesnar won. So now he has a spot at WrestleMania for whatever title he was choosing. I think we know exactly what one he's going for. So That was a three-star pay-per-view. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Much better than what they've been doing. But some of the shit gets old after a while, obviously. Um, I could kind of see where this was going. I I knew this was the storyline right away when fucking Roman came out and attacked Lesnar. And then Paul Heyman joined sides with fucking Roman again. I was like, I bet you anything Lesnar's going to come in. And win the Royal Rumble so that way he can challenge Roman at WrestleMania. So that's probably what we're getting. Uh like I said, if you didn't mi- if you didn't watch it, you didn't really miss much, but you know, decent matches. Uh probably one of their better pay-per-views this year because WWE has been slacking like a motherfucker. But anyway, um enough with the wrestling roundup. Let's talk about some juicy stuff. Uh one thing we should really address is uh florida's don't say gay bill or law whatever they're trying to pass i'm assuming you've heard of this you said the don't say gay yeah did you hear about this shit i did not so apparently it's a bill that they're trying to pass um it's called i don't know if it's actually called don't say gay that's what the that's what cnn and fox news were reporting it as but i guess it's a bill where teach uh teachers are not allowed to teach young children so like elementary middle school about gay uh trans lesbian all that stuff this is actually a good thing but i also think it's excessive saying that you can't even talk about it or you'll be fined or prison time. let me look this up before i go too extreme with it but this shit caught my attention because I was like, this seems a bit extreme. Don't say gay bill. Let me look this shit up. I saw something put on Daily Wire, too. Okay. Let's go with, because uh, a lot of these are fucking dirt magazines. Fuck it. I don't trust Fox News very much, but let's, let's just go with that article. Okay. <clears throat> don't say gay bill proposed to limit classroom discussion about sexual orientation and gender identity. Again, this could be a good thing, but it's a little excessive if you ask me. So I'll read a little bit from the article. Basically, this bill is aimed at limiting certain words from being spoken in classrooms It's being blasted as unnecessary and hateful by members, allies, and advocates of, obviously, the alphabet people. Um, Advocates of HB 1557 say there should be limits on classroom discussions about sexual orientation and gender identity, citing parents' rights surrounding their children's knowledge of education of such topics. I agree, but uh, what I want to pull up here is basically what can happen if they break this law. I think – what's this say? There had to have been something about what would happen. So essentially, it's just to ban the topic of gender identity and all that stuff. And this has its perks, and it also has its um, negatives. The perks is, is uh, I do believe parents have a right to know what their kids are learning. I believe that it is not a teacher's job to try to brainwash and raise a parent's child. It is their job to teach them the necessities that they will need to get a diploma in life so that they can get a job. That's my standing on it, but it seems a bit excessive to say it's not welcome because look how well that's doing for religion. Religion's not welcome. That's a fucking big deal. Like I said, I'm on the fence about it.
1: Well, what I'm reading here is that it's more or less um, more about like parental right education stuff it's about more about transparency than limiting what people could say
0: right limit so it's it's meant as a good thing but i don't know how this would work i think it's going to cause a lot of backlash but then again in florida that's a red state as it is so it probably won't be as big as a deal as it would be in like colorado or someplace that is like full-on blue Would block teachers
1: in Florida from talking about LGBT time that are not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students. Well, my concern, my concern with this bill is who decides what's age appropriate.
0: Well, that's the thing too, because there are parents that have those conversations with their kids at an early age so that they can understand it better, not necessarily to spew hate or try to you know, revoke them from going into that lifestyle, but they teach them these things because it's actually good for them to know, especially because they are in a world that is now evolving. Uh, whether you agree with it or not, you know, like you and I both are on the same side of it's It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's These kids don't need to be subjected to sexual identity conversations and all that. But that being said, limiting it like that, or like, you know, where do you draw the line? I get the point of it. And it's a good thing for children because my opinion has always been that I don't think that gay, lesbian, LGBT, I don't think any of that shit should be allowed in schools except for in high school as an elective class. I don't think it should be a requirement. But banning it completely, you know, like where, where do you draw the line? Because that does kind of attack on free speech. I have no problem with people talking about it and all that, but it's more of a problem when it becomes an educational requirement. Such as things we've seen with like CRT and all that. think it'll, uh, do you even think it'll pass? It could be in that it's Florida.
1: It's saying the house has already passed it.
0: Oh, so fuck. it might pass. Damn. Okay, but, well, then should've... we'll see how it goes. To me it's a bit excessive.
1: On the same website that I was just reading. Oh my God. The website that I'm just reading was there's a title on the sidebar of another adult charged with sexual assault of child sentenced to a juvenile facility. Hannah Tubbs, a 26 year old transgender will serve out the final year of her two year sentence in a juvenile facility.
0: Did you just say, oh boy's name is Hammond Tubbs.
1: Um, Hannah Tubbs. Oh,
0: I said Hammond Tubbs. I was like,
1: what the fuck? A 26-year-old <laughs> transgender woman charged with molestation of a minor has been sentenced to a juvenile facility because he had committed the crime while he was still underage. So what they did is they took some freaking pedo tranny
0: Yeah, and they gave him a fucking light sentence when he should have been in prison.
1: And stuck him in a juvenile facility. That's like like putting someone on Jenny Craig at a country buffet. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that.
0: Well, right, it's just useless because now that person can go and do the same thing that got them there in the first place in that fucking facility. Hannah Tubbs,
1: 26-year-old, had earlier this year admitted to assaulting a 10-year-old girl in the bathroom of a Denny's restaurant just north of Los Angeles.
0: Fucking Denny's of all places, of course.
1: She had grabbed the child by her throat and put her hands down her pants until another customer entered the restroom and intervened. Tubbs was arrested for an unrelated crime in 2019, and her DNA was put in the national database, allowing investors to connect her to an earlier assault. She was arrested and charged with molestation in January 2021. Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gasson, whose office is charged with holding tubs, has urged that the brains of juveniles are not fully developed and people who commit crimes while underage should be re- rehabilitated in juvenile treatment facility. Uh, I want to be clear, said Thursday during Tubbs Castillo. the filing for a transfer motion is entirely within the discretion of the district attorney. Tubbs will now serve out the remaining of her two-year sentence in ICE in a juvenile facility because she committed the crime while she was underage. She will not be required to register as a sex offender upon her release.
0: That's bullshit. Shoot him, hundred percent should be required
1: as a violent sexual child sexual predator who's been sentenced for two years in juvenile facility. As a prosecutor, "I'm not here to protect a child molester."
0: Let me get this straight. It's okay when someone who identifies or we'll just say it in English has gender dysphoria basically molests a minor. It's okay if they do it, but could you imagine what would happen if it was a white male? This thing would be a big fucking deal. This person would be like 110 years in prison. I just can't believe
1: someone who molested a 10 year old is going to go get to go to the goddamn
0: Fucking failure of a facility anyway. Those don't even work. Those retarded. But now that we're on the fucking topic, let's talk about Apple emojis. Mm. I read the article he sent me. Now, I didn't know that it was going to be a for sure thing because I have the beta download on my phone. I thought it was a regular download. I didn't know that it was optional. So I just downloaded it to my phone. I was like, yeah, let's upgrade. So I got the download. I actually have uh, the pregnant man. I don't have a pregnant person on there, but it's a pregnant man. And I was like, what the fuck is this? But I ignored it completely because I was just like, I don't really use emojis for much of anything. So whatever. I read the article, though, and I was like, are you fucking shitting me? Why? You know, like... Obviously, it comes down to they want to be diverse, but this is just one of the few examples of trying to completely undo basic biology. Right. Like, let's be clear. Men cannot get pregnant, and there is no such thing as a pregnant person. You mean pregnant woman. You yeah. mean a woman carrying a child. This has been like – when I heard that there was the argument about – man can get pregnant i almost died i was like dude the idea that transgender is a thing and it's not gender dysphoria is laughable but the idea that you can be a man who gets pregnant dude you have to be really stupid to believe this you've right. got to be like sword iq you know what i'm saying because the trans thing is one thing to me, that you're pretty uneducated in that sense. And it's fucking laughable. It's hilarious. I think it's a funny fucking topic because it is so stupid. This, though, is like beyond, and I'll say it. I don't care who gets upset. This is beyond retarded. This is so dumb. How could anyone actually believe a man can give birth?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the, um, Like there's that video that Ben Shapiro watched for, the dude was. The dude had a baby and had the baby like latch onto his.
0: I'm trans <laughs>
1: And Ben Shapiro was freaking killing me. He was like, what? Why are you having him latch onto your nipples? It's not like anything's coming out.
0: Yeah, dude, you're going to
1: starve to death.
0: Like, what the fuck? You can't. <laughs> Oh, my God, man. The world is fucking out of control. And it's Have crazy wa- how much... Go ahead.
1: Have you watched those Ben Shapiro um, where he's watching the TikToks?
0: Um, not all of them. I did see one where he's reacting to the woke fucking teenager who looks like a... It's like one chromosome away from a retarded Dracula. I did see that one, but I haven't watched all of them. I know he does a lot of the reacts to TikToks, music videos, and uh, movie trailers. Are they on are YouTube? Because you... I only listen yes, to his uh, podcast.
1: Yeah, they are on YouTube, and he just released one today. It's so freaking funny! It's um, it's he is explaining things to a bunch of kids
0: <laughs> in case they're confused.
1: Yeah, so he's he's in there like, okay, do you know what the government is? And they talk about he explains what the government is, or he's like, you what taxes are? And he goes, kids, remember, taxation is theft, kids. And they're all like, yeah, taxation is theft. And one kid goes, man, you talk really fast. He goes, yeah, I do talk really fast. And Ben goes, do you know who the president is? And one guy, one of the little kids goes unfortunately, Joe Biden. And it freaking kills Ben, and Ben's laughing. He goes, I'm with you on that one, kid. And then he pulls in one of the cards, and says, quantitative easing. He goes, who the heck put this in here? <laughs> he's trying to explain quantitative easing to these kids. And they're like, what's the matter? And he and he's like, they're like, what's the matter? And the kid, they're like, he's like, well, it's a very difficult one to explain.
0: Dude, fucking Ben Shapiro kills me on his, um, when he talks about like Biden, like he does that, so he'll do, he'll do impersonations of everybody. But with Biden, it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so spot on. He's all like sleepy and fucking incoherent, slipping on his words and shit. I'm like, that sounds just like Biden. I wouldn't know who it is if they didn't say anything. Mm. Dude, did you see the fucking? I didn't watch the full segment on it, but I saw parts of it. Did you see Matt Walsh on Doctor Phil show against yes, the two trends? So good. They were all Woman. And then all the memes are coming out. It's all defined Woman or Draw 25. <laughs> Fucking dude, that's 25 Udo deck. <laughs> and, like, their reaction was like, oh, he made us... He put us in such turmoil. We had nightmares. <laughs> they were talking about how, like, they were so traumatized they had to seek therapy and shit. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah,
1: but one of the things that... um My favorite part is that rant. He goes, I was like, no, you want to appropriate women. And they're just, like, staring at him, like, stop exposing us.
0: Basically, you could tell he had him by the fucking neck. He's like, define woman. What is a woman? And, well, I can't say, well, then how the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Like, it was straightforward. He had him. He had him. And they didn't want to admit it. And so then we go off the rails, as per usual, with these fucking arguments with these people. So, I mean, it was... Hands down the funniest shit, and I thought it was hilarious that it was on dr. Phil dude because Dr. Phil is an outlandish show, but he has controversial shit on there in fact, a lot of the funniest shit you've seen in the world with people are from his show, like recognition, especially that catch me outside girl fucking idiot it's it was a it was crazy to me, and I thought it was nuts that they even allowed it because you know how fucking touchy philly people are with this topic. And when they before they even get into Matt Walsh's segment, they talk about the parents. They're like, we found out about this shit being taught to our kids at school. And it was super concerning. And they looked all horrified. And I agree with them. I would feel the same way. But it was so fucking funny. It looked like something out of a horror film. I was like, Jesus Christ. Dr. Phil's my main man, dude. Like, I used to not give a shit about his show because I never really cared. I knew that he wasn't like he's a doctor, but he's not. a. don't know how to explain it. Like. I guess he's not necessarily a real doctor, kind of like he's very much a doctor, like Bill Nye's a scientist. So, right, you know, he has the expertise, but he's not necessarily what he claims to be. So I never gave a shit. But then I watched a show with all the um, crazy people on it. And I was like, damn, this shit is so entertaining. It's like a modern day Jerry Springer. Fuck, man. This world is just out of control. And it's so bad that it's followed you home. You know, it's on your TV, your music, it's at fucking work. It's like everywhere. And it's so crazy to me how people like tiptoe around it. You know, I had this conversation with a friend and it was specifically about the fucking pregnant man emoji. And he's like, dude, how is this thing even possible? How did it get to this point? And I was like, because people are afraid to speak out about it. It, I know it sounds like a we're just being conspiracy theorists, but there really is such thing as a woke mob, like they control a lot of stuff. And they've got it to the point where people are afraid of losing their jobs or families or friends livelihoods. That's how fucking deep this is. It's literally like a deep state. It's fucking crazy, and nobody wants to speak up. And those that do are shunned. They're like hateful white supremacists, blah, 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 like whatever term they can pull out their ass, that's what you get branded as. That's why we are where we're at. It's so bad, man, that, you know, I've been learning more and more about the algorithm with Google and how they track you and send that info to Facebook about what you're doing. And that's how you can get fucking put in Facebook jail and all these other issues. It's like, Jesus Christ. So what I ended up doing is I got rid of Google completely. I got rid of my Gmail account. I got rid of my YouTube, everything. Now I'm just sticking with all the basic shit like DuckDuckGo or whatever is easiest for me to use. And you know I won't get rid of social media because that's how we advertise. But I'm to the point where I don't even want to fucking be on it because every little thing I do is being tracked, man. I I fucking had a friend comment on one of my things the other day, and I was like, dude, I'll kill you, like just fucking with him, and it flagged me, dude. It was all hate speech, bullying, mm-hmm. and all this. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I was like, God damn it. well, well, I figured out. I don't know if you know this, but you can actually look, and it's like a catalog or. Like a, it's almost like a, a data center. You can see all of your violations on Facebook, and you could see where you're restricted. I think I mentioned this on a past episode, but my account is restricted for a year. I can't use Facebook Live. The only way I can use it is on our uh, Great Earth page, and that's close to being restricted too. And it wouldn't tell me why I was restricted until I found that fucking data center thing where it was like this is all the shit you've done but they didn't tell me about a lot of it. And it was simple stuff, you know, like uh talking about Trump or saying that I was happy that I was voting Republican and this and that. It was like basic shit. It's borderline attacking free speech. And it pissed me off a little bit, but then I was like, well, it's kind of my fault like I'm the one that still uses it. You know, it's like I can't say fuck that. I think it's bullshit that they have that much control. And it's super fucking sketch to me. It's one of the scariest things ever, but again, I'm still using it, so you can't really complain too much. Forget my drift. Right. But uh, fuck, man. Fucking world is crazy. And uh, now on to a little segment I like to call, What Have You Been Watching? <laughs> so I think I mentioned it before, but I'll go through it again. I uh, finished all of part one of season four of Ozark. Fucking awesome. I'm, I'm loving the shit out of that. Um, I haven't really been watching Boba Fett. Uh, I was told that there's a little surprise cameo in the new episode, but I haven't checked it out yet. Have you been watching it? I haven't
1: watched but I haven't watched this week's yet because I've been in Arizona.
0: I was going to watch right. it today,
1: but I got crazy busy with a bunch of crap.
0: I've been watching uh, the new HBO show Peacemaker the John Cena Suicide Squad spin-off?
1: Yeah. It, like, people are saying that it's been really good.
0: It has been. Um, basically, the best way I can describe it is it's not amazing, but for some weird reason, it has your attention. So that's what it's been doing for me is the first episode was weird. I was like, okay, this is kind of dumb. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching the show, but as the show went on, I wanted to find out more. I wanted to know what happened next. So like, it's not an amazing show and it's by no means better than the suicide squad movie but it 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 gets you it has your attention and it's just like the suicide squad movie in the sense that the main characters are all like a kind of like a club like family based so you know it's got a little bit of humor a lot of bloody violence and shit so it's cool i mean i've enjoyed it i've watched every episode and i plan on keep watching it it's just it's hard to explain it's one of those things where i'm like it's not It's definitely not going to be show of the year and you'll probably forget about it until season two, but it's interesting. You know, it's, it's funny as hell too. Like I've had the fucking theme song stuck in my head for days (laughs) and uh, you know, the, the entrance theme is hilarious. It's Cena and all the other guys just fucking dancing around. Like it, it's totally like a fucking clown shoe of a show, but it's, it's good. It's worth watching. I mean, with having HBO max, I figured why not? I'll just, I'll fucking dive into it. Uh, I did watch a movie the other day that was really fucking good. It was um, called Batman, the Long Halloween, which it's two parts and it's an animated film. It's uh, based off of the graphic novel, of the same name. And holy shit, it was good, man. I forgot about how great DC animated films are. They're like 10 times better than the actual movies. But it's on HBO. I fucking loved it. And it's got, you know, some, it's got people in it that you, when you IMD it, you know who they are, but you don't really recognize their voice. It's pretty fucking good. It's worth checking out. One I'm having a hard time getting into, though, is the fucking Killing Joke Batman animated movie. It's not good. You know, I heard a lot of people rant and rave about it, but I'm watching it and I'm like, man, I'm fucking having a hard time paying attention to this shit.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think I watched that, and it was pretty I thought
0: it was pretty good. You know, there's another movie I watched, too, that was pretty interesting. I'd never seen it before in my life. It's an older one. It's like 2004, 2005, but it's called Harsh Times with Christian Bale and Freddie Rodriguez. So basically, these two dudes are like best friends. They live in... Basically, Los Angeles, South Central, where all the ghetto fucking crime happens and shit. And they're both, like, trying to get their shit together. But Christian Bell is a returning veteran who's basically suffering PSD and he's a complete psychopath. And the movie's, like, message about is basically about testing friendship and how far you'll go to keep that friendship sacred. Really, really violent. Pretty fucking disturbing, if you ask me. It's pretty spot on with... How times were, especially in that era, it's also worth checking out, too. I saw that shit on the Amazon Prime. Fuck, man, I realized again today for, like, the 100th time that I have almost every subscription imaginable when it comes to <laughs> streaming. Well, you know, like, it doesn't seem like a big deal because a lot of them are really small amounts, like 5 6 bucks. But you look at it, you're like, 10, 15 subscriptions later, holy shit. Like, for me, the most expensive is... Hulu, Disney, and ESPN because I have them bundled together for 20 bucks without ads because I used to watch Hulu with ads. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't pay for ads.
0: I will with certain shit. Like Peacock is five bucks for me because I have ads, but the ads are like 30 seconds and it's only one or two of them. So I don't mind it. I would upgrade, but the upgrade's fucking 10. I'm like, I'm not spending an extra five to just not have ads. It really just depends. Like Discovery Go is. I think like five ninety nine with ads, and then nine bucks without or whatever. So it's not too big of a jump, but it really just depends on the ads. Like Hulu's ads are just fucking terrible. We've we've dived into those a couple times, but yeah, fuck that. Um, let's step away from movies though. There's something I actually wanted to talk to you about because I thought you'd find this interesting. Um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine from high school, and he was saying like, uh, "Hey." just hypothetically do you think it would be right or do you agree with the idea of basically sending teachers to prison that are properly tried and found guilty for brainwashing kids like indoctrinating them and shit and i didn't really have an answer for him. i told him, well here's the thing i think that they should be fined for it i think that it should be considered hijacking and child abuse like i think there's there should be some boundary set. But it goes back to what we were talking about with the Don't Say Gabriels, Where do you draw the line? But what and do you think decides, about that?
1: My thing is, who decides on what is brainwashing? Because every power that Republicans take right now is going to be power that Democrats are going to have later down the road. And so if, well, we, if, we, throw, if, if we throw a teacher in jail because they're brainwashing kids about saying like, oh, communism is good or whatever. Uh, What's the stop when Democrats get in power and decide to start jailing teachers because we say that America's great and that communism is bad?
0: Exactly. It's going to turn into a fucking mind game.
1: A government big enough to give you everything you want is big enough to take it all away.
0: Absolutely. Especially uh, the idea of giving them some sort of power too. they, you know, when you give them a right, it's kind of hard to get back. At least with what we've seen in history, once we give a right up, we just don't get it back. That's kind of what's yep. going on with masks and shit like that. I mean, you, look give it up, up.
1: you give up your rights by free will. You gain rights by going to war.
0: Pretty much. Once you give it up, there's no getting it back. You have to shoot your way out, basically, to get it. Like, it's that old, you, know, you can thing. vote
1: into communism, but you have to shoot your way out. It's 100% what it is.
0: And you know it's crazy is it's one of those things that people don't like talking about because it's such a heated thing, but look at all the history we have alone. But on top of that, look at books that have been written in the past about A future society and communism and socialism and look at movies that do the same thing they're all fairly accurate even for being fictional they're pretty accurate of what happened in russia and other places but they're also over exaggerated based on you know hey this could be our prediction but they're so um spot on you know there's movies that exist more about in the future this will be a thing and it is a thing now you know limiting free speech censoring people, giving them citations for cussing and stuff like that, or certain speech. They do that in Canada. Like you can go to, I think you can get fined or you go up, it could be fined or up to prison or jail time for saying certain words, like the N word and basically whatever they deem as hate speech. But to me, the problem with that is, is I don't believe in hate speech. I believe there's just free speech and speech that you hate, as Tom McDonald famously said. That's right. the truth. Like you can't really. Like who decides what's hate speech? Like where do you draw the line? Because then you're again taking away from free speech. Anybody should be allowed to talk. And I've had this conversation before. I don't want to limit anyone's speech, but I think we need to regulate the actions from speech. So like you know when people sit there on CNN, specifically dumbasses like Don Lemon, who says that people like Joe Rogan are challenging his blackness, and all they do is reveal their whiteness like okay dude you're fucking dumb but there should be a regulation on him being allowed to say shit like that on fucking national television like if you're gonna say stuff like that I think it's only fair that you admit that it's just your opinion and not present it as facts because that's distorted but I don't believe in just not allowing him to speak and plus the thing is man is this is gonna go into another topic with, with Rogan and Neil yes If you need the government or media to censor your stuff for you because you don't know how to handle it, then you don't need to be on those platforms. You don't need any of these extra sources doing your job. It is your job to know what you can and can't handle. So, you know, like I said, this goes into the whole Neil thing with him saying, uh, Neil Young, saying that it's me or Rogan. Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation about COVID and blah, blah, blah. So either take my music off or you get rid of him. I, was I don't know what it was
1: he... like. Okay, bye.
0: Bye, yeah. I don't know what he was it... thinking because Joe Rogan's their top earner.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, with Neil Young, it's what He's like, no one over the age of 50, 40 years old knows who that is.
0: Well, here's the thing. I knew who he was, but I didn't care. Like, the thing is, is I'm like, you know what? I would love to have his music and Rogan shit on there. I don't think it's fair to say one or the other. He put himself in that, his own position. But based on
1: Neil Young songs I know,
0: how many? Zero. Zero, he says. Well, I
1: ain't listened listened to that freaking old flubber looking dude in my entire life.
0: Well, my thing is, is I can see it from that point, especially because look who makes them more money. It's obviously Joe Rogan. So who are they obviously going to go with?
1: Yeah. So, so you know, so that would be made a miscalculation.
0: Yeah. And that's, that makes sense to me. But the thing is, it shouldn't even have gone to that point. Like saying you want someone removed from a podcast because they're speaking their opinion, which is again, just their opinion is fucking ridiculous. Like, The thing, too, is they keep saying he's spreading misinformation. He's not because he's not saying that it's fact. He's simply stating that these are the things he did to fight COVID. He's not saying that he suggests everyone else do it. And even if he did, I don't think there's much they should be able to do about that. Because, again, if you're that big of a retard and you follow something that somebody said who was high while talking about MMA and aliens, well, you're kind of a dumbass. You don't need a V chip to do your job. That's like listening to Ben Shapiro and thinking that everything he says is 100% true. It's not. He split, He spits facts, yes, but you also have to decide for yourself what you feel is wrong. Right. You know, like you can't just fucking say, oh, yeah, it's his way or the highway, and I agree with him. And ultimately, even if you don't agree with him, you turn the fucking thing off. You flip it to something else. I don't think we should be at this point where we're like, oh, we should get rid of him because he's spreading misinformation. It sounds more like you don't like that he's saying something different than what you believe. Because that's That's, the case You know, when I listen to other podcasts that I don't like, but I just fucking turn the thing off.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing with this whole now we got a new Supreme Court pick that's going to come in and he's like, oh, it needs to be a black woman. They don't care if it's a black woman. All they care about is that it's going to be a a, a guaranteed vote for liberal um, propaganda and literal baby murder.
0: That's all it is. Yeah, like they don't. And see, it bothers me because it shouldn't even be about the fucking skin color. That's why I always say the liberal Democrats are the most racist and sexist people in the world because all they care about is skin and fucking right. race and sex. They don't care anything about being diverse, like they say they did do. You hear, did you hear about?
1: Did you hear about that guy? who talked about bitcoin and said that the government needs to be more involved in regulating bitcoin because there's a lot of black people in bitcoin and they're too stupid to make their own decisions.
0: <laughs> no, but it's pretty pretty spot on to what I'm saying about people being fucking racist. He's like, yeah, and there's see- a
1: bunch of disenfranchised um black people who are in bitcoin and if it and um they don't have the knowledge to discern like whether they should buy bitcoin or not. And so we need to make sure that Bitcoin can't fail or it's going to disproportionately affect black people. I was like, how is that not the most racist thing that's ever been said in the past like two decades? They're just said black people are too stupid to deal their own money. That's the problem. Conservatives are like, hey, yo, these guys are smart enough to, to make their own decisions. They don't need the government to watch over them. But all these stinking Democrats are like, oh, yeah. They need to um, a. They're too stupid to figure out how to get an ID, so we have to do that for them. Or they're too stupid to figure out how to stand in line and drink water. Or they're too stupid to discern good, um, smart or stupid of financial policies. It's just it's it's horrendous. And I know it's it's probably comes from a good good like they mean well, but it's it's racist to say that. If you think yeah. yeah it's it's like it's, okay. it, it's ID laws. We need to get IDs. Yeah, but black people are too stupid to find out how to get IDs. Are you supposed to crack your meta person? And it's because these peppy white liberals who live in freaking rural Philadelphia, who live in the suburbs of Philadelphia, but have never seen a black person in their entire life, who just who think that they're these great white saviors coming to save these colored people and.
0: It's horrendous. It is. It's fucking, it's cruelty in a sense. And I really like, I don't understand minorities and people of color that actually fall for this shit. Because I've got a friend that, he's a big supporter of this stuff. I'm like, dude, how do you not see that they're telling you that you're, they're calling you a Negro. That's exactly what they're doing. And they're telling you that the only way you can be successful is if they hold your hand. What they're doing is they're holding the leash around your neck.
1: Yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's direct lineage of the thinking in the of the KKK, which thought that that non whites were incapable of making good financial decisions, and they're incapable of um, like living in societies, and they were, were incapable to be able to count all these things. And it's the the Democrat agenda is a literal just rewriting of. The Ku Klux Klan's belief system.
0: Oh, yeah, they're very fucking racist. But the thing is, is they think they're doing the right thing. Like their way of fighting evil is by creating evil. They're fighting evil with evil. And that's not right. That's one of the biggest reasons I've walked away from all that, because sure, I'm all for equality. And a big part of me believes that, yeah, there is still racism out there. But the thing is, these people that say they're the saviors are the problem. They're the biggest fucking hypocrites and the most racist people I've come across because they're telling me that I'm too stupid to make my own decisions because of the color of my skin. They're really good at hiding. They're very, very good at being racist towards you while pretending to be the, you know, the not racist person. And what's crazy is a lot of them are fucking white. Like I find it funny when white people are trying to tell me that I'm being discriminated against. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. This shit is so ass backwards. Like, what are you talking about? And of course I get called racist or the funniest thing I've ever been called is Uncle Tom. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you had to be black to be called an Uncle Tom. How am I an Uncle Tom? And this kid I was talking to, he's like, because you believe in the white man, you serve the white man. You're the fucking house slave. And I was like, that is probably the, that's the most fucked up shit I've ever heard in my life. That's the most racist shit I've
1: heard in my life. It's literally saying that hey, you're too stupid to create your own to create your own like thought process or create your own ideas, so you must have adopted that from some white person. That it's, right. it's pure racism.
0: It completely is to say that I can't do things on my own because of the color of my skin. I can detect that from a mile away. That's weird to me. And, like
1: yeah, and it's not just it's not just saying like you can't do this by yourself because you're brown. It's, you can't do this thing because you're brown, so you need me, a privileged white person, to come and save you.
0: Right, and to me, that's the very, that's one of the very definitions of racism, or this idea that, and we've covered this before, like, numerous times, but the idea that you can't be racist towards white people, but you're calling them privileged, and they're, they aren't aware of their whiteness. That's the most racist fucking thing you could say towards somebody. It's crazy to me that it's become so accepted. I've had this conversation with Chanel. I'm like, "Hey, do you ever feel like you just can't be white to be in a movie? Like you have to be black." It it seems almost forced because I've got no problem with a black actor or an Asian actor, but it's just like in politics, I don't care about their color or sex. I want to know that they're in the perfect role. I want to know that they can do it. I don't care about diversity when it means that I have to only look at their skin and sex, that right there is the definition of being racist and sexist. Yeah. But they don't, they just don't see this shit though. Cause they're fucking out of control and somebody lets them be this way and people fall for it. And I fucking, I feel for people to fall for it. I'm like, man, you are so fucking brainwashed. It is crazy how people think that's okay. But you know, it's also easy to accept excuses over personal responsibility. It's very easy to say, you know what? this white dude is right. I'm a victim and somebody should be giving me reparations. That's right. easier than saying, there's a problem here. and I should fix it myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, think, I think I've talked about this before. I, I don't really remember, but I'll talk about it again. Um, basically like, you know, I don't see myself as a minority, even though I am because I don't, uh, I'm not going to say I don't see skin color, but skin color doesn't mean two fucking shits to me. What does is who you are as a person. I want to know if you're a good person or a shit person. I want to know if your intentions are good or they're rotten. So I never really gave a shit about what my skin color was. But what does bother me is the way white people approach me pretending to be on my side. Like, that shit is so fucking racist. I'm like, ah, dude, I really wish you wouldn't talk to me like that. I'm a fucking person just like you. Like, why do people do that? Or why do they approach you and they're afraid of you? They're like, oh um hey uh you're of you're of mexican descent right uh do you, I don't want to sound racist but is this taco place any good i'm like god damn it like i don't like when people are afraid to offend me because they're afraid i'm going to call them racist that's what sucks about being a minority i hate that i'm looked at differently because of the fact that i'm a minority like that's so annoying i'm not one to go People are racist towards me because I couldn't sit on the front of the bus. I like sitting on the back of the bus. Too. <laughs> like, I don't like being talked to, really. I like being left alone. But I, I fucking hate, as a person of color, when people are afraid to approach me because they think that because I'm a person of color, I'm going to be offended by them in some way. That's so annoying, but that's just the world we live in now. That's what we've created. It's happened to me a few times where I had to, like, tiptoe around black people, and I'm like, fuck, it shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't be worried about what I say around them. But again, you got these fucking white ass liberals or even colored liberals out here saying that you're a victim. I'm going to hold your hand and don't bark at me. Don't bite the hand that feeds. And they do, dude. Once you bite that hand, they fucking kick your ass to the curb. Look at what's going on with all these rappers that you never would have thought. Whatever in their life, say, where's Trump at? Like, I want Trump to come back. Who would have thought that, like, Nicki Minaj would be like, you guys ain't shutting me down. Fuck that. Because we all know that she was very anti-white and super democratic. But now even she's like, "Uh, there's something wrong with this fucking side. They've turned on me. And you got people like us, like, told you. They eat their own. Fucking crazy, man. I hate that we're at that point in time. And like I said, dude, you know me very well. I am not one at all to play the race card. I'm, I've am dealt with real racism, but it's called being an adult. You fucking grow up. Walk away from the situation. Do what you got to do at the end of the day. That shit shouldn't be what drives you. That's fucking stupid. I think that people are in the situations that they're in because of themselves. Only you can be a victim. I'd rather be... Charlie Kirk said it best, man. I know you don't really like him, but be a victor, not a victim. And I like that. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, because only you make you a victim. I hate victimhood mentality so much. It's really annoying when I hear people saying that there's another race out there holding them down. And I'm like, really, dude, where? I want to see this. What? Like, I want to see this white rise that's going on that you're talking about. Where are all these people that are like, you know what? Fuck it. We don't need Jose anymore doing all the jobs that we won't do. That sounded pretty racist now that I think about it, but it's very fucking true. Like, where is this army at? That's just like, we don't need these people anymore. I want to know. Cause I don't see it like ever. I grew up in a suburban area. I grew up in a very, um, I wouldn't say middle-class family, but we were, you know, we were taken care of. We suffered a little bit, but that's because my parents worked their asses off so that we could grow up in a decent situation around other people that had better opportunity. So it would be fair to say that I never experienced what people experience through struggle. That's not correct because I've been in different places of the world and I've seen different situations. I've been on both sides of the fence. I still don't see where this white army is at. That's out to get me. I maybe if I went to fucking like Alabama or something, but even then that's kind of far fetched to say that, there's an army out there that's out to get you. Is dumb. The ones that are obvious about it are the ones with the torches. You know, they got the Tiki torch and they're walking around saying you will not replace us. Those dudes hate you. But where the fuck is this secret agency that wants to hold you down simply because you're a minority? It's fucking ridiculous. I can't believe we're having this conversation. I've had this conversation like numerous times. Fuck. Sorry, dude. It's just like whenever I get on this topic, I go ranting on because to me, it's such an overplayed thing. I think that people don't really understand what racism is, because if you think that racism only exists for certain colors, well, that's racist. You you don't understand the definition. Racism is treating another person like they are below you or different from you simply because of the color of their skin that follows for every category, white, black, brown, yellow. But it's so misconstrued now. It's almost like a commodity to be a victim. Because like I said, people don't fucking understand what the definition of oppression is. They don't understand what the definition of racism is. They Most of these people that complain about this stuff have never actually experienced any of it. What they would call racism is... I'm upset because... Superman won't be black this year. Like, that's not oppression. Your family getting tarred and feathered by the local white kids <laughs> that hate you because you're black, that's racism. That's oppression. It just seems like, I don't know, man. It's a fucking, it's really annoying, but it annoys me the most. And I know how racist this is going to sound. It annoys me the most when it's white liberals claiming racism. Because I'm not one like, oh, you're white. you don't know what racism is, but you have no idea what racism is because you didn't grow up in a time where there was a lot of racism. Yes, it exists. You'd be a fool to deny it. But like, we're not living in the civil rights movement. This is a civil war. We're at a time where literally Denzel Washington is one of the greatest actors of all time. He's black. Morgan Freeman is a god. He's an actor. He's black. The greatest basketball players of all time. Michael Jordan, black. If this country is so racist, how did they make it there? Or how is it that you can even play? This country is so fucking horrible. And nobody is beheading you. Try that shit in Iraq. That's just fucking... (laughs) <laughs> See now, I sound like one of them a little bit because I'm just going off the rails. But I can't help it, man. It's so fucking annoying to me. And this is coming from someone who is a person of color, whatever that means. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't fucking view myself as a person of color or a minority. But I, do, by definition, am Spanish, Mexican, whatever. I'm of a Latino descent. But again, it's never been something that's so uh, relevant to me because. I never really grew up with this mindset that my skin is what defines my success. It just never mattered to me, you know? Sounds like you're taking a bong hit. Austin's dead.
1: <laughs> you snoring, motherfucker.
0: I just bored this motherfucker to death. Austin, you should probably wake up, dude. He's like, this is the sound of me not giving a shit. Austin is straight sleeping on the show right now. <laughs> hope oh I fell asleep. Hold on, let's see if he answers my call.
1: What in the world?
0: Dog, are you sleeping?
1: What is going on? <laughs> my whole thing is just freaking going crazy.
0: Can you hear me? Disney. You... Did you fall asleep while I was boring you to death? Dude, did I fall asleep?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I 100% may just fall asleep live on air. Got him.
0: Dude, you did. For a good minute or two, I was like, Austin, are you awake? And I can hear I you swear, I was like, damn, I'm
1: bored. Him to death. I, def- I definitely just hit two minutes of just comatose.
0: He was like... This is cool at all. I feel for you, but good night.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that definitely Action. that that hundred percent now has to stay in hundred percent.
0: Oh, it's going to do because I had some pretty killer lines there. I was like, this dude's fucking snoring on me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to go back and listen to it when I release it. But I'm actually getting there myself. I got to get up for work, unfortunately, and I'm fucking just dead tired. So I made my point. Um, no, I've I talked we about. Through-
1: Texas Roadhouse for my birthday today and freaking I ate like way too much. So you're kinda food coma. <laughs>
0: That's just where funny I, am right I was now. like, you know what I mean, man? i was sit there like, you know what I mean, man? Yeah. But anyway, and like I kept going and I was like, When are you gonna respond, bro? You're being really quiet. And then all of a sudden I just heard <laughs> I was like, Yeah, oh, I poured his ass
1: <laughs> I definitely looked up and saw we had we've been recording for 48 minutes, and I was like okay and then my phone started going off and i was like why is my phone going off what were we talking about You're Like, did you fall asleep on me i was like shoot i think i did it's
0: all good dude. if it makes you feel better there was a, a time where we were recording and i got so invested into the story i was reading and like you were talking to me and i was like uh-huh. what i didn't know how to say, uh-huh. like what'd you say but anyway uh fuck i i need to go hit the sack too um that was funny as hell you gotta listen to it on monday um thanks guys for listening if you like what you heard you would love to check out more you can find us at the home page that is going to be the great podcast.com again for this episode and our entire backlog of episodes check us out at the great girth podcast.com hi i'm tony here with my buddy austin Austin, sir, I will see you on the Friday side.
1: Adios.